Welcome to Female Empowered, a podcast for female fitness and wellness professionals and business owners looking for real talk about the ins and outs of our industry. I'm Krista Gurka, an accidental entrepreneur turned CEO of a multi-million dollar health and wellness business. In this podcast, I'll be sharing expert insights and having real conversations about what it means to show up, thrive, and of course, get paid. We'll talk about what works, what doesn't, and what really happens behind the scenes of client-based business. Also, you can take away advice and actionable steps that help you become a more successful and confident business owner on your own terms. So let's dive in. Hi there. Welcome back to another episode of Female Empowered. I'm your host, Krista Gurka, and I am so glad you guys are joining me again for another episode. Today, we're actually going to chat about mistakes most business owners make when running any ad campaign. We'll focus a little bit on Facebook and Instagram, but truthfully, these mistakes and guidelines will hold true for pretty much any ad campaign people are choosing to run. So one of the most common questions I get from other business owners when it comes to designing a marketing plan is about paid traffic. So let's define what paid traffic actually is. Paid traffic is when you are paying to get your ad in front of other people, okay? Back in the day, it was billboards, buses, um, TV spots. It could be the paper, a magazine. Um, Now there's a lot of digital marketing. All right. So that's anytime you pay to get your ad in front of Facebook, on Google, on Instagram. Anytime you're scrolling the internet and you see something that you asked Alexa for, those are all paid ads. People pay to be there. All right. So a lot of the questions I get when people ask me about paid traffic include things like, what should I advertise? Should I be advertising? How much should I spend? How do I track it? How do I even know if it's actually working? How long should I let it run? Now, I do think that these are all important questions to ask. And these are the same questions I asked when I first started out. I really didn't know anything about marketing. Seriously, anything. And probably even less about the world of advertising. I didn't, I definitely didn't know anything about how to understand the ins and outs of the interwebs and what can be seemed to most of us like the black hole of Facebook. And when I first started my business, Facebook had just started. So we started our business right after Facebook launched. So it wasn't even really a thing. And people were definitely not paying to be on Facebook. Um, so I had to you know, learn about digital marketing. Some I learned the hard way, spending a lot of money that didn't um, come to fruition. However, all of those things taught me what I know today, which is why I wanted to bring this information to you because I am not a marketing company. I am a business owner, just like many of you listening. And I want you to know that you can learn these things too, even though they seem really, really out of our wheelhouse, we can learn the ins and outs to know enough that we can guide our decisions when it comes to advertising and marketing. Now, like I said, all of those questions we actually talked about, we actually spoke about how much should I spend, how do I track it, et cetera, et cetera. 
Those are certainly important questions, but they're really the wrong questions to be asking when you're first starting out. And this is where we get to the number one mistake business owners make when running any ads or any ad campaign. And to be honest, why most people poo-poo digital marketing or advertising in general saying that their ads did not work. All right. So if those are the wrong questions, what are really the right questions? All right. Let me know if this sounds familiar to you. You reach out to a marketing person because someone told you it's time to marketing. Maybe me. I told you it's time to market. I do think marketing is important. Everyone in business should be marketing their services. Or maybe a marketing company reached out to you. They ask, what's your budget? What's your goal? And the most common answer for most of us initially is, I have no idea. And this is where the problem starts. This is the number one mistake business owners make when running into ads. They have no idea what their goal is. They have no idea what their budget is. And so how do you start anything without really understanding what your goal is? It's really important to start with the end in mind. Okay. You got to start with the end in mind. And I really believe that I think Michelle, who was on our podcast a couple weeks ago, speaking, she's our ad specialist and digital funnel well, really digital marketing ads and funnel specialists. She talks about the same thing. Start with the end in mind. So you have to know what your goal is. You have to know why you are running this ad, this campaign, whatever it is. What specifically is your goal? What are you trying to accomplish? So let me give you an example. Say that your goal is to grow your email list. And if any of you have been following me for any length of time, you know that I'm a huge, huge proponent of a big email list, or at least growing that email list. That should be a number one priority for everyone in business. So if your goal is to grow your email list, then what specifically is that goal? Is it you want to increase your subscribers from... 20 to 50, you want to go from 50 to 100, you want to go from 100 to 1000. What is your goal? Okay, so you want to set that first. My goal is to double my email subscriber list from 50 to 100. Okay, that's great. Now, let's design now that goal, by the way, should align with your overall company goals. Okay, which we did talk a little bit about last week when we talked about, um, you know, your 90 day initiatives and how they all align with your annual company goals and your three year targets and your five year targets and your 10 year targets. Growing an email list will help you grow your business. So now you want to design a strategy behind that from start to finish. Okay, from start to finish and finish. You have to understand what does done look like for you, right? So finish is when you're done running that ad campaign and your goal is met or not met, okay? Goals do not always have to be sales focused. And this is another mistake that I see a lot of business owners make. They drop an ad in and they lead someone right to a sales page. I really actually don't recommend starting out with your first kind of go in with a sales ad, right? I really don't recommend starting out being sales focused because people need to know, like, and trust you before they buy from you, especially when we're talking about cold traffic. So if you think of traffic in terms of a funnel and you have a funnel with the 
the larger part at the top and the small part at the bottom, the larger part is what we call cold traffic. Those are people that have no idea that you exist, have never engaged with you, don't know that you're out there. Middle of the funnel are people that are warm. You've warmed them up. Maybe they're on your email list. They receive your newsletter. And then warm, hot traffic are people that have purchased from you before. So especially when we're talking out with cold traffic, people that have never had any engagement with you, leading them directly to a sale, I don't really recommend it. I mean, how often have you seen something on Facebook that you have no idea what it is? You've never met these people. Are you going to throw down $100 to do business with them? Maybe you will. I won't. But so you have to warm them up. They say, you know, you, it takes an average of any time between seven and 21 touch, touch points from a customer perspective before they feel comfortable buying from you. So you get them into your funnel as cold traffic, and then you warm them up to really get that no like, and trust factor going so they get comfortable buying from you. Okay, so after you feel out, you figure out, I apologize, after you figure out what your strategy is, okay, the next question is, where are your ideal customers hanging out? And what is it that they want? Not what you think they want. This is really, really important. And when I speak to business owners all the time, I'll say, do you know who your ideal customer is? or your ideal community, whatever you want to call it. Oh yeah, yeah, I know I know what they want. They need da, 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 da. Well, how do you know? Well, that's just, I know that that's what it is. Well, you have to ask them, okay? What people want and what you think they want are two completely different things or could be two completely different things, right? So we have to get a true understanding of what it is that our ideal customers want, Right? And then maybe we eventually sell them what they need, but we have to give them what they want, right? So we talk about, let's say in health and fitness, okay? Now, maybe somebody's health and fitness goal is aesthetically to look better, but the majority of people, it's not the aesthetics necessarily. It's they want to feel good in their bodies, right? They want to avoid a surgery. They want to be strong enough so they can dance with their grandchildren at their bar mitzvah or at their weddings. They want to be able to travel with their friends and hike Machu Picchu. Okay. So there is, it's, there's something underlying their need for health and wellness. So it's really, really, really important to understand your ideal customers at a subconscious level. So again, let's take the health and wellness. Let me give you examples. Okay. So let's say you're helping clients, your clients really want to let's say back pain, super common, over 80 million Americans suffer from back pain and probably more after this whole pandemic with people exercising less and sitting more. So let's say your clients are looking for help with back pain. Now what you have to decide is what can you offer them that will entice them to give you their email address? Remember their goal, your goal, I apologize, your goal is to gain an email address. So you have to make the offer so good that they will give you their email address. You need to make it of value to them, right? Maybe something like a quiz to understand your level of back pain. Okay. Maybe it's a video series. Maybe it's a three 
part video series explaining back pain and maybe a few stretches or exercises or breathing techniques that will help with back pain. Maybe it's a self-assessment that's similar to a quiz. Okay. But you have to make it valuable enough that someone's like, oh, I'll give them my email address for this. And then after that, you have to make it clear what your call to action is. So in other words, you're running the ad, they see the ad, is your call to action clear? Is it download here? Is it book now? Is it get my free assessment? Is it big and bold and very, very, very clear? So now that you have that, they've downloaded, you know, you've created something of high value for them. They've downloaded it. Now what do you do? Okay. This is another place. The second part of where I see business owners make mistakes. They have no follow-up. There's no follow-up sequence. All right. So once they give you their email, now is when it starts, right? The goal of the ad is to get the email, get the contact, get the lead. Then it's up to you to close the sale. So what you want to do after they give you their email is create a nurture sequence, right? We go over all of this in my 30-day Build Your Biz Marketing Bootcamp, where we actually give you the exact nurture sequence that you can use to follow up with your clients, patients, prospects, leads, whatever you want to call them, right? There has to be some sort of follow-up, whether it's follow-up emails. How'd you like that video series, right? If you're, if you're dripping the video series content, meaning dripping means like you give it to them every day or every other day rather than all at once, maybe after that first video gets watched, there's an email that goes out that says, how'd you like that first video? Do you have any questions? Hit reply and let me know. Things like making a video of you personally, especially if you are the brand of your business, if you're the face, the name of your business, record a little video that says, you know, hey, I really am curious as to what you thought of the first video. Is there anything, any questions you may have? Hit reply and let me know. And I'm happy to set up a 15 minute discovery call with you. Something very personal like that, it grabs people's attention. So a follow-up sequence is important for you to do. Even as funny as saying something like, even if your follow-up sequence is three, four, five emails and you're getting no response back, maybe your last email is just checking in, making sure your internet's still working because we haven't heard back from you. You could be funny. You could be like a real person, right? But some sort of follow-up sequence. Remember, people have to come into contact with you seven to 21 times. So this is increasing your touch points with them. All right. So it's really important that you have some sort of follow-up sequence, maybe a phone call. If they were able to give you their phone number, emails, a text, if they were able to give you a, again, a phone number. All right. Now the next step it is, is that it is crucial to track your results. If you're not going to track your results, it literally, you might as well take your money and throw it down the toilet. Okay. Because if you're not going to track your results, how do you know what's actually working? You can't know that it's working because you don't know where the kink in the chain was. You don't know if it was your ad that wasn't converting well. You don't know if maybe your landing page didn't convert well. Then you don't know, maybe there was some sort of disconnect between your ad and your landing page. 
And if you want to have more understanding of that, I really invite you to go back and listen to the episode with Michelle Fernandez, because she talks all about the metrics that you'll hit all the way along this process that will give you a much better idea as to where your ad is failing. Now, in order to track your results, you need to know how to embed your Facebook pixel onto your landing page, onto a thank you page, onto your website, or wherever it is that you're sending them. So again, another mistake, if we revisit number one is people don't have a strategy or a goal in mind. Number two is they don't have any follow-up sequence once they're at or they gather that email. Number three is people don't track. If you don't track, what gets tracked gets improved. What gets measured gets improved. And if you don't measure it, you're not going to be able to tweak it. Okay. Now, the last mistake I see people make is not giving it enough time to work. So imagine if you're a physical therapist and your patient comes in and gives it the evaluation, one follow-up, they don't feel they're 100% better and they never come back. What would you say to them? You didn't give it enough time. Okay. Imagine if you're a Pilates or a yoga instructor and they come in, they try it once. They've never, ever done it before in their life. Never. They try it once and they're like, that's eh, not for me. Okay. Even Joseph Pilates said you need at least 10 sessions. So why do we think we're going to try something once that we've never, ever, ever done before, like run an ad. And then we're like, oh, it didn't work. There's a reason why it didn't work. Again, maybe you didn't have the right goal. Maybe you didn't track it properly. Maybe you didn't have any follow-up. And remember, the goal of the ad is not to close the sale. The goal of the ad is to get the lead. We recommend really running an ad three, four times for, for whatever your goal is in order to really gain some data and figure out where it is that you need to pivot, what you need to tweak, run it again tweak it again, run it again, tweak it again until you find your sweet spot and then just rinse and repeat over and over and over again. All right. So let me go through some of these best practices <clears throat> for you when it comes to running ads. And now I'm going to specifically be talking about Facebook. However, this really, really is true. No matter what you're talking about, whether you're talking about running an ad in a paper, you have to understand always, always, always what your goal is. I don't care what you're doing. Any marketing plan, any strategy has to have a goal. You have to start with the end of mind. All right. So when you run ads, I usually like to align them with other marketing efforts. Are you running a digital marketing campaign along with a print campaign? Are you running, uh, for example, Pilates in the Grove is launching our teacher training program, our online teacher training program. We are sending this out in our newsletter, as well as promoting it in studio, as well as running some ads to it. This is also why I really highly recommend creating a calendar. We do a marketing calendar for the whole year. So we know in January what we're running and when we're running it so we can plan ahead and plan accordingly. It's also really important that you make any ad authentic and genuine. Consumers prefer honesty and authenticity. Your ad's message, its voice, it needs to be genuine in order to attract users who are going to align with your vision. 
You want to be clear. You want to be direct. You want to be calming. You want to really exemplify who you are in your messaging. But don't forget to make sure that your audience knows that you care about them, care about their needs, care about their experience. That's how you're going to hook them. And please, 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 for the love of God, do not use complicated language. Nobody understands what biotensegrity means. At least our consumers don't. Nobody understands what idiopathic means. Nobody cares whether you're using PNF or kinesio taping. All they want to know is that you are the solution to their problem. So we really, really want to think about sixth grade language here. Something that's very clear, concise, to the point, and speaks to their wants on a subconscious level. All right. So that may seem like a whole lot, but what I've done, my team and I have created a really simple, easy to follow checklist for all of you. If you're interested in starting to dabble in Facebook ads, what we'd love for you to do is go download this free checklist by visiting www kristagurka.com slash ad checklist. Again, that's www.kristagurka.com slash ad checklist. We'll also link it up in the show notes for you. It's completely free. All you have to do is download it. And it really helps you decide. It's like a step-by-step flowchart for how you can check things off in the order you should do them. And I would say, start with this, start writing this out, grab the checklist. You can fill it in. You can print it out if you're a paper and pencil person, but go ahead and do it. Use it to plan out your next ad campaign. And that what I would love for you to do, if you do download it, I would love for you to screenshot it, tag me on Instagram at Krista Gurka, or go ahead and send me an email with your ad checklist. Krista at PilatesInTheGrove.com. I'd love to look it over. I love sharing wins with you guys and answering your questions. So go ahead and download that free checklist at KristaGurka.com slash ad checklist. Thanks so much for joining me for another episode of Female Empowered. I really, really, really appreciate you guys checking in, listening, whatever you're doing, out walking sitting at your desk, driving in your car. I hope you come back for another episode. I'll see you next time. Hey there, before you go, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Female Empowered. If you like what we covered today, I'd love to ask you for a small favor and take two minutes to subscribe, download, and even leave an honest review of the show. This helps other female fitness and wellness professionals find the podcast and really lets me know I'm sharing helpful information with all of you. If you want to get even more insights and find resources to help you market, streamline, and grow your service-based business, visit my website at kristagurka.com or even better, shoot me a DM over on Instagram at kristagurka. That's C-H-R-I-S-T-A-G-U-R-K-A. Until next time, ladies, be brave, think big, and take action. Bye for now.